0: like you now to meet the brightest star in show business.
1: I'm Shay. I'm Allie. And this is She's Great in That.
0: Patreon edition! <laughs> <laughs> de- 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 doing a little shimmy and spirit fingers. Um... We wanted to introduce one of our two Patreon series for you all um, that you will get if you sign up to be a member of our, one of our besties, our bestie level on Patreon. Um, You know, this is a podcast by ladies, for ladies, about ladies, ladies of all genders. And we also love the cis men too sometimes. Some of them are near and dear to our hearts one of them is daniel day lewis this series is called daddy day lewis and we will be exploring the oeuvre of the only method actor in our opinion who can get away with being a method actor and there will be movies that we love and there will be movies that we really love and it'll then there'll be some in between that yay.
1: I'm like, I can't even, I like, as she was saying that I got so excited, I feel a little flushed. Yeah. Yeah. We're so like some, some basic housekeeping. We're going to move our main episodes to, um, a a bi-weekly schedule because we're watching a lot of movies. So we don't want to like cram and then kind of not give you our best thoughts on the films. Um, but this is kind of something to tide you over. Uh, and we're talking about boys. We're talking about a man, the man, the man, the guy. I mean, come on. Uh, I'm re- I'm really excited. I think mainly I suggested this because I wanted to watch nine, but I feel like I needed a reason to watch nine.
0: I'm gonna go ahead and say, you never need a reason to watch nine. As someone who watched Nine twice during the pandemic, because I watched Chicago and I wanted some of that more Rob Marshall glitter energy, um, I can't wait for us to get to Nine. It's going to be, I mean, it's it's Cinema Italiano, but I think also Daniel Day-Lewis is such a, like, keystone of me and Shay's friendship. Yes. Um, I think... You know, we—I don't remember exactly when and how we met, but David Lee Lewis and Phantom Thread were eighty percent like part of like the whatever conversation we had. We were just like, "Wow,
1: yeah." I have a video of my on my phone of um us at a surprise (laughs) birthday party that a friend uh, (laughs) threw for me, where we're like sitting together like on a couch gesturing wildly while we're exploiting the scene where Reynolds ordered breakfast, um, Just, like, really hyping each other up like it's a rap show. And so that's why this is the perfect person to start uh, with. You know, with the Patreon, we're super open open to, like, suggestions. So, like, with this or the other series, if there's other boys you want us to talk about, we will totally look them over and if we pick your idea we'll thank you and it'll be amazing but yeah so i guess we'll get started this is uh so we're going to be talking about my beautiful laundrette um which is a 1985 film directed by stephen frears who also directed dangerous liaisons which is something we'll talk about on the main show uh, and this is like the first film that Daniel Day-Lewis is like top build. So we figured this was the best place to start.
0: He had a very um, prolific stage career. I think he's just like such a fascinating person because he wanted to be like a woodworker. And then he's like, I think we're acting a whirl. And then he was Daniel Day-Lewis. And so he, was, he did a lot of stage stuff. And he famously decided never to work on the stage again when he was doing a production of Hamlet at I think the Old Vic in London and he was so into it that he saw the ghost of his own father like on stage when Hamlet sees his father's ghost not a spoiler it's Hamlet and he was like I will never do theater ever again so he did that and he was in a couple movies um in the UK but this is again as Shay said his first big standout performance like on the poster a, a main draw for people to come see the film. Let me tell. I'm
1: drawn. I am. I'm drawn. Like, I've, I've had some uh, some days to think about it, and I'm even more, like, gushy about it. I, I am
0: pumped <laughs> I, the exact same thing happened to me. I, after we watched it, I was very much like, wow, that was a great, like, beautiful, sweet, sweet, sweet film. And I found myself thinking about it, constantly in the last five days like it'll just flow into my mind and I'll be like wow what a beautiful movie I can't wait to watch it again yeah
1: yeah so my beautiful laundrette basically this is a Pakistani boy named Omar we're in England and he's like I need to make something of myself he's got this kind of cranky socialist father who's like, I want you to go to college and I want you to read books and I want you to be, like, a smart boy that is aware of, like, how fucked up the system is. And then he's got this sleazy uncle that's like, no, I am the rich uncle and I'm going to, I can help you make money. Why don't you run this laundrette for me? Ha ha ha. And he's like, okay, whatever. So he gets this very, his friend, uh, oh God, I, I got flushed again thinking about DDL. Um, He gets his friend Johnny to help him open the laundrette and pretty early on into Johnny being introduced into the film, Johnny and Omar are an item, hot and heavy. There
0: is like beautiful, tender, tense, locking eyes, like eye contact in a room where other things are happening. And Johnny's character is this kind of punky... Radical guy. He's got he's growing out a bleach. He's got kind of like half bleached hair and the earrings. And he's built like he is. Daniel Lewis is a tall man, but like he now is just like I think the British would say he's fit. um Well fit. He's well, well fit. fit. In it, bruv. Fit, bruv. Um, so he's looking amazing. Pay
1: wet. Pay wet. Uh, <laughs> me
0: uh yeah like if you put him if you put Johnny on Love Island everyone (laughs) would step forward for the first round
1: yeah Um, he's like a disgusting like the Bushwick boys wish that they had oh what Johnny has because what didn't I mean I guess I'm kind of skipping ahead but what Daniel Day-Lewis is like bringing to this character is like yeah he's like punky and like could probably beat the shit out of you but he like won't because that's not the type of guy that he really is he's a very kind person that's very aware of like kind of where he is in life kind of realizes that he needs to grow up and is just really just trying so he's kind of restrained but also extremely present and it's it's beautiful
0: (laughs) his character is kind of like tangentially slash previously involved in almost like a fascist group like a very Mm -hmm. like right so this takes place in the Margaret Thatcher era so you have a lot of conversations about um, race in England you have a lot of conversations about wealth and capital and what success means when you you know like kind of the whole national discourse is making money and being individuals and like corporate you know blah, blah blah Margaret Thatcher. So then the Johnny character, you know, you're a little bit like, oh, he's a bad guy because he's part of this group of these people who are so um, against, like, everything that we know is right and also that our, you know, like, our protagonist, Omar, kind of, everything that Omar is, this group of people kind of look down upon. But he is so conscious and aware that, like, just like how his bleached hair is growing out, he is growing out of that phase. Oh, Oh, petite oh me- a petite <laughs> metaphor perhaps it just came to- oh my god and he's just like it's there's a level of reflection and i honestly i'm gonna say this word but like character work he built such a character's history and backstory and you see him working through it in every single scene that he's in where it's less about You see so much of how his past and how his thoughts and how his desires influence his actions. And, you know, you think about Daniel Day-Lewis and you think big, bold, brash performances. And this takes all that energy and just makes it so um, held and really focused. Uh, in, like... Like, he's blushing yeah. more than he...
1: He's blushing more than he is angry. Yes. And he's constantly... You're kind of, A beautiful thing about this film is that it never does the thing you're expecting. So there's never a scene where, like, Johnny and Omar are caught and they're like, Oh my god. Gaze. What? There's never like a moment like that. There's never a moment where like yeah. There's like a mo- there's a scene where Johnny kind of gets frustrated and is like, "I need to take a break from the laundrette," um. But you never expect him to like sell Omar out. Yeah. Or completely fuck over the place or something like that because that's just not the case. He's such a person. And yeah. In life, unless we're very much just out of it, we're always trying to do our best, and he's trying to do his best.
0: He is. Trying to do his best I think is just the most perfect way to sum up that character's motivation. And I think it is so refreshing because a lot of times in movies the like sidekick or the friend or the interest or the love like you know the ingenue is always somehow a a plot point a plot device to make the protagonist. Learn something or do something, or da da da. And it's, I think, if anything, it's Johnny's um, ha- the way he stays the course and really kind of has a clearly defined sense of self and moral code. And you know, he's on his path and he's doing what he needs to do that makes Omar's character um able to like it's like so. There's like, there's never any like weird, like, Johnny doesn't do anything weird to pull focus. From the actual movie, which is, like, Omar being exposed to all these different kinds of capitalism, laundrette, his father, love, race, all these things, and figuring out where his life works in all these different things. The plot almost feels like an anthology, almost. Mm -hmm.
1: Like, because all of the separate things are so... Which can feel a bit like, oh, this is a bit loaded. Yeah. And I'm not, and and can kind of make the plot feel a little middling, but the separate things are so well written that you're kind of like, oh, this could be, like, every separate thing could be its own movie. His, like, cousin, like, Omar's cousin, that's, like, horny for him. Yeah. And her journey can be its own movie. Her, co- him, his cousin's father, who, like, is having an affair with this white woman, And then the wife finds out and there's, like, all this drama between them and their kind of, like, ending their illicit relationship can be its own, like, movie. Johnny's journey with his punk friends can be its own, like, separate thing. It's just a very rich movie, but it's still kind of low-budge and small. Yeah, Very impressive.
0: And it's so... It's not melodramatic. It's not... Um, it doesn't pull at emotions to, you know, it it every emotional response that I got from the film, I felt the film completely worked for and earned. And I never once felt like, oh, geez, like now here's a scene to try and make me feel bad for someone. Or, oh, gosh, like now we're getting crazy into like big, crazy film territory. It just really was like I'm watching people live their lives. And it's being presented so cinematically that. I don't, I feel I can sink into it in a way that's what a good movie, a good film is supposed to do. Um, yeah, its
1: tone is very upbeat.
0: Yeah. And it's just like, like life, it's the
1: random things in life that kind of drag you down, but it's still kind of got this like really cool music, this very cool like 80s music. It's it's just
0: nice. I love an 80s movie with just kind of a, like, uh, uh, not atonal but like, I don't know if this would really work. Just eighties music score, and yeah, it's just something where I'm like, okay, not like this doesn't happen anymore. I think in contemporary movies, I think we've kind of started to see a trend where things are like really like edgy and modern, or really like this is the tone. Yeah, here's like, the tone. Yeah, or like cinematic and like da 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 Marvel blah blah blah. Um, or you know like cutesy like alexander just Despo- bought, like whatever it is like i think we don't have any more like this is 80s karaoke track is <laughs> like, just like yeah. could be on muzak in an elevator in the 80s um there but this movie has that which i think m- makes it so charming i think it kind of that like low budge charm of the way it looks and the way it's kind of acted and then you've got this like fun score
1: you seen the eighties Australian movie uh, Starstruck?
0: Starstruck? No, I don't think I have. I have not.
1: Yeah. yeah. Uh, th- this it reminds me of that, even though that's kind of like a musical. This could almost be a musical. That's how like oh, it makes kind of cool the vibes are. Oh, it would um, make a really good musical. Uh, back to what you said earlier, I and, and kind of tying into just like how good the writing is. I love the scene where. It's discussed where um, Omar's father sees Johnny, like, years ago in, like, a fascist march. And he's just like, that guy's really, that guy's trouble. Like, I can never forget that he did that, and I'll never forgive him for that. Mm -hmm. And when Johnny finds this out, he's fully, like, I completely understand. And there's nothing that I can do to kind of change your mind about how you feel about me. Uh, Only my actions can, can show that. Which is a very mature thing that people on Twitter can't grasp uh like when you fuck up <laughs> when you're young and you fuck up you kind of just need to keep on going and do better like every single day like actively yeah but I think that's like and and I think by the end of it Johnny does prove like I'm yeah. not that guy like I'm wearing a beautiful white sweater that's fitted really nice to my body I've changed I've changed mate bruv he also sounds like King Cruel when he speaks
0: oh yeah <laughs> which is cool to he's me he's got this like great like working class working-class London accent, and I'm just like, you are the protagonist of a song by the Smiths, and I will let you talk, I will let you read the Taco Bell menu to me because this voice just makes me feel like I'm in, one would say like I'm in a movie. Like,
1: Robert Pattinson got all of his acting ticks from Daniel Day-Lewis as Johnny. Yes. Yes.
0: 100%. When I would let the same way I would let Robert Pattinson like I will ruin my life, I would let Johnny ruin my life.
1: And he wouldn't ruin your life, he would, he would never. He wouldn't do it, he's too sweet. He wouldn't do it. We like, I bet Johnny can cook. Oh, I bet Johnny can fucking throw down in the kitchen.
0: I also, though, if all he did was make me like spaghetti in one pot and. I'm now picturing Daniel Day-Lewis as Johnny cooking in my kitchen like dancing around and he bought a he like he, he bought a wine and it's like really
1: good and he just like picked it and he he's like oh I don't know anything about wine but he secretly knows like a thing or two. Oh my god. He like we had to we had to re-record uh, because of some audio <laughs> stuff and this second record I'm really coming in in a mood. Like the last recording was very like ah yes. Performance in cinema, and I am just, like, having Johnny fantasies.
0: Yeah, now I'm literally just thinking, like, he pulls out a record that is like, oh, yeah, like, I just found this at a store. It was a dollar. And it's amazing music that you've never heard before. His house smells really good. And... Yeah. Like, years later uh,
1: on in your relationship, he'd, like, treat you to, like shaw day tickets with really great seats that he probably spent so much money on because he's yeah. just a fucking uh, class and like like a reformed punk bad boy
0: i would 100 percent if he was like i will i would like to paint a picture of you i would be i would trust him wholeheartedly to paint me a beautiful picture
1: and even if it was like a little squiggly like just like a squiggly ass like stick person with like two lines on either side of the head to represent hair oh yeah and then ally spelt wrong it would still be on and popping yes. like the it, fuck
0: it would be titanic level of emotional romantic. like for the points in the relationship it would be i mean astronomical astronomical you
1: need like there there is a scene in the movie where johnny and omar they've you know built the laundrette. So he's also he's also a handyman. He helped redecorate the yeah. laundrette. He's a he's this got a sledgehammer, he's doing the things. But there's a scene, it's the opening of the laundrette, there's, you know, a line all the way down the block of people ready to do their laundry. And Johnny and Omar are like, okay, but what if we fucked right now? Like Ugh. in the in the back office. And so they decide to, and it's so tender. Their backs are sweaty and and fucking Johnny, our boy, fucking takes a swig of some champagne and then just, like, spits a little bit of it into Omar's mouth. And it's not like a, you know, kind no. of, like, thing. It's not like that Rachel McAdams, that Rachel, the movie with oh, the Oh, yeah, with Rachel Weiss. Um, and Rachel yeah. McAdams. It's not like that. It's just, like, such a delicate, just, like, little pouring like of, pff- of the mm. champagne into his mouth. Yeah. And... I, like, I think I had my phone in my hand, and I dropped my phone, <laughs> and I just kind of was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it, it feels like it's been a while since I've seen a very, like, sexy moment like Sex, that in yes. a
0: movie. It's, I also was, I forgot about this the last time we recorded, but I was, like, reading around and watching some clips before we talked again today, and there's a, the scene where Johnny licks, they're, like, hugging, and he licks him. <gasps> And it's just like so, de- like it's deliberate, and con- it's just—it's not like a like a lit like a weird, you know, like cartoon like lick. It's, it's just so like, playful. Oh, uh, and I'm watching it. And I was just like, I will burst into tears right now because, <laughs> <laughs> and it feels like something.
1: Maybe it was written in the script, but it feels like the cherry on top of a scene that Daniel Day-Lewis knew which is kind of, like, yeah. keep the scene on its toes. Because the actor that plays Omar is, like, totally fine. Yeah. He's totally, like, he's totally fine. He's not, like, exceptional. And it's very hard to be the center of a movie. It's very hard. Because you don't have, kind of, like, you're going through the journey and you're kind of, you're not starting the film with you know, a very specific list of, like, characteristics to mm-hmm. kind of set you apart from other characters. Who are yeah. are just kind of going through it. Um, But there is very much a difference in his scenes with, like, the other actors that, like, play his family and the scenes with Johnny, because he is so elated. He's on a fucking heart cloud, just like, oh my god, Johnny,
0: hey, what the fuck, stop! So present in, I mean, like, I think it's just, Daniel Day-Lewis is so magnetic and I think he pulls, I think he brings the best out of really talented actors and I also think he brings the best out of actors who are not on his level and you just see he's such a great scene partner in all of his scenes with Omar and you. I, I actually really don't think you see it in any other of his performances until you get to phantom thread which is like to me because
1: by then it's kind of the daniel day lewis show
0: right i mean like obviously lincoln and there'll be blood and gangs of new york are just so big the performances are massive and obviously we'll talk about all these movies so don't fret um but this is i mean you're really seeing and again he's playing a character like he's not a working class boy from london his parents are artists like his dad's a poet he went to acting school um but you're watching this and you really see this is a real person with real, again, commitment. That's just so, you watch it, you're like, oh, this guy's going to, this guy's going to be a star. And Omar, you're like, he is the main guy in the movie. Um, He's very, yeah. he's good, but, you know, no Daniel Day-Lewis. And I also will say, like, the movie is is beautiful. Like, the, co- it's very colorful. There's really, like, neons and puddle reflections and just, like, graffiti and it's just got such a like really cool great use of
1: like windows Mm, and stuff like
0: that yeah really good blocking in the film there's that one scene in particular where omar like when omar and johnny first see each other again after like the gang that johnny's with kind of like try to jump omar and it's in like a rubbly rubble and there's stuff everywhere and johnny's got this like big sledgehammer and they're standing like right in the they're like the edges of splitting center and so there's a lot of space all around them and it's just like they're the only two people in the world the way it's blocked you're just like this is what every movie tries to do yeah like of just everyone else has disappeared and it does it perfectly um and then there's also that scene where they have they literally make love in at the party and they're in the front and it's like of the shot, and it's all shadowy, and you just see like Daniel e. Lewis's like back muscles and like an arm here. It's like so choreographed, like art. And then in the back, you see like Omar's oh, family and like friends just like dancing at the laundromat. And it's very, I would say, like symphonic, honestly. It feels very, so purposeful that it would look zany and silly if a lesser filmmaker did it but it works so well because Stephen Frears is just like yeah let's like why not spit champagne in his mouth while his mom dances in the background yeah oh my
1: god also want to give a performance shout out to uh Rita Wolf who plays Omar's cousin she's just like so fiery I love her that yeah like if I was like giving out like awards I would probably give D.D.L. like first place mvp yes she's, yeah. she's in second place slam dunk easily yes. easily she is because she's you know this girl that's so frustrated with her home and she just wants to leave and with every scene that she's in that urge to leave gets just more urgent yeah and she's so fucking over it and like even it and johnny kind of inspires her to feel like I want to be like you. Like, mm-hmm. I want to be free. I want to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And, like, they have a really fun rapport. I think they're kind of hooking up a little bit, but I'm not exactly sure.
0: Yeah, it's, like, super, um... She's kind of always she's like, winking. oh, me and Omar
1: are getting married. Yeah. But, like... wait I don't know. But they have a lot of fun together, and they have a lot of chemistry. So, it's just good. She's, she's fucking amazing. And so, I mean, honestly, like, if you're not a DDL person, I don't know why you're listening to this. But... Like, watch it for her performance because she's, like, yeah, getting it.
0: She's so good. And also because I think all the other characters in the film are written very big and played very big. Almost in a way to be like, this is the character that represents Thatcherism. And this is the character that represents family. And Omar is caught in the middle. And he's, you know, kind of our sponge to accept all these theories and different ways of life that he's being presented with. And... She is just so sassy and so funny and so wry. But it's all done like an eyebrow or a like a smirk of the lip. And it's so, again, like concentrated and focused that you're just like, you're drawn to her in every scene she's in because she's she is not pulling focus, but like she's really shining she's and standing She's the smartest out person in the room. Easily, yeah.
1: And you just can feel that, like – she's, she's someone that's so whip smart that you're like kind of taking a bath and you're, then you kind of like start to sweat and you kind of want to impress her a little bit, unless you're Johnny and you don't give a fuck. Right. I like, I guess we can wrap up. I'd have no more. Do you have anything else to say?
0: No, I just think like, it's such a great, I mean, it's a great piece of queer filmmaking and yeah. just a beautiful movie. And I think if you are a Daniel J. Lewis fan... It, it, I had never seen this film before and it really changed, honestly, it changed the way that I think about Daniel Day-Lewis because I always kind of imagined his big breakout was my left foot and this being his his big breakout role, I would assume that he would have a long career playing heartthrobs and love interests for yeah. the rest of his life. Um, and the film he does after this is Room with the View where he plays, again, a completely different character, someone who... For some reason, I'm sexually attracted to, but the character's not designed to be sexually attractive. Um, I'm so excited.
1: Oh, God. That's going to uh, ruin me. It. I
0: rewatched watched Dream of the View because I, it was, like, raining one day. And I was like, I need to live in a Merchant Ivory movie. And um, that's going to be my summer vibe is Merchant Ivory. Just, like, long hair, billowy white dresses, sitting in a field, you know, eating pastries and gossiping with my friends. And... It's just so, it's just so good. Young Helena Bonham Carter. I just can't wait.
1: So that's going to be the next episode of Daddy Day Lewis. Um, But yeah, like, check, check this film out. It is, it's kind of gotten a bit of, especially like New York theatrical pre-pandemic. Circles. It's definitely gotten like a bit of a boost. I think it recently was put in the Criterion collection. Yeah. So the girls have caught on and now we've finally caught on to why it's so good. And we urge you to get on it.
0: It's streaming for get free on, it. so on good. Pluto TV, which has ads, but it's free. But if you're a Criterion girl, definitely purchase that Blu-ray. It's a beautiful cover. I mean, like... Mm. The cover's so – sometimes I'm always like, the cover doesn't fit. The cover for the Criterion edition of this, I'm like, yep, that's the movie. That's exactly the tone. Um, that's exactly the tone. I was like, yeah. Yes. So if you want to hear about the rest of Daniel day Lewis's incredibly shining career and hear us rave about so many great movies that like Lincoln and Nine and The Crucible – you should subscribe oh on Patreon God. as one of our besties. It's $5 a month. You'll get access to not only this series, but our Girl Squad series. You'll get some fun social media content and graphics and fun treats. Um, and, you know, you'll get to learn all about our favorite boyfriends on screen. Yeah. Uh,
1: so thank you so much for your support. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Danielle Day-Lewis, for the thrills. I am thrilled. And thank you, Allie thank you Shay for
0: being my friend oh my god thank you for being thank (laughs) thank you for being my friend you have to send me that video of us talking about phantom thread because I can't wait to watch it yes I'm gonna do that right now yeah
1: all right thank you thank you so much bye guys